Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is a recording of a Shabbat learning session with TBA rabbinic intern Ben Siegel. In today's parsha, uh, Sarah passes away and Yitzchak finds a wife and those two things are in a certain sense interrelated because at the end of the parsha, uh, we read that um, Sarah and Rivka get married, or, sorry, Yitzchak and Rivka get married, um, and um, there's this marriage, there's love in this marriage, which is notably the first romantic love in the Torah, and that Isaac is comforted um, after the death of his mother. So there's clearly something going on in this relationship that's that's meaningful, that's more than just a for the sake of procreation type of a relationship. Um, so with that in mind, the question kind of comes up is, what is this servant who goes unnamed in the Torah and there's different midrashim about who it may be, what is the servant that uh, Abraham tasks with finding a wife for Isaac? What's he looking for? Um, so, yeah, yeah. so um, I'll read the uh, first text uh, on our page. Uh, and he said, O God, God of my master's Abraham's house, grant me good fortune this day and deal graciously with my master Abraham. Here I stand by the spring as the daughters of the townspeople come out to draw water. Let the maiden to whom I say, please lower your jar that I may drink and who replies, drink and I will also water your camels. Let her be the one whom you have decreed from your servant Isaac. Thereby shall I know that you have dealt graciously with my master. So on first look, what are the context clues that we have uh, as to what this servant is looking for? Yeah. Thoughtfulness and generosity. Hmm? Somebody who works. Kindness and compassion. Someone who has strength because those jugs of water are going to be heavy. Great. I, I think those are all, yeah, one more. Someone who's willing to go beyond that which is asked for. Um, these are all great reads into the text. And uh, now let's dive in a little bit and see what Rashi thinks, because Rashi's going to pick up on a couple of things. So um, uh, on the text, um, so we're on the first Rashi text there. Um, she is fit for him, since she will be a doer of chesed and will therefore be worthy of admission into the house of Abraham. Thoughts on where this may, where Rashi is, yeah. The first pasuk says Abraham. Why do we need all the Abraham in the first verse there? Okay. And so what's your take on why we need the Abraham? So we're either trying, if I understand correctly, we're either trying to distance ourselves from Abraham. This is a new generation. Same line, but new generation. Or we're actually trying to say that Abraham is important to this whole. Okay. But, but definitely the second one. Okay. Yeah. Nor. So, so this is more about Avraham needing to, if I understand what you're saying, this is more about Avraham needing to find someone to help make sure the lineage continues because Isaac isn't in that mind frame right now to go looking for a partner. <laughs> God of my master has that sort of, oh, I didn't find anybody. So, so the, in other words, we're not exactly sure why the servant is doing what the servant's doing, but there's something there, like there, there's some mission that he feels. Okay. Other thoughts as to why, like what Rashi's picking up on in terms of um, different traits in a partner. Yeah. 
Great. So God is being kind in terms of finding a part, helping the servant find a partner. And so we're looking for a parallel of that in a partner. Um, there, there's various texts about just as we, just as God does kindness, so we should do kindness. Same idea going on here. Great. So let's move on to the next one, um, which I think we'll also pick up on that a little bit. Uh, that thou hast shown kindness, if she is one of his family and a fit companion for him, I shall know that thou hast shown kindness to my master. Great. I, I think that that kind of speaks for itself and speaks to what Jacob was saying, that we're looking for, there's like some tie between gimilut chasidim and kindness. Um, and so I want to move on to what Kliyakar says. Um, and I'm just going to kind of run through this a little bit. It's a little bit shortened for the sake of time, but... Um, she you have proven for your servant for Yitzchak is from the Torah. Rashi explains she is worthy for him that she is a doer of chesed. This topic is juxtaposed with the topic of Ephron the Chiti because he too was from a family of Canaan. For if he will remain in his righteousness in the business of money, then in every insight it will be revealed that he is complete, honest, and vice versa. And from here, Eliezer learned that he didn't need to check Rivka except with this trait. If she is generous and does chesed, and he goes on to essentially say, this, this is what we're looking for. Thoughts on how this trait might pr play out in a partner, what, what the servant's really looking for here. Yeah. Can you say a little bit more what you mean by complimentary? So Avraham is tasking the, the servant feels that his task is to find someone who can fulfill this mission from Avraham to make sure that Yitzchak still has chesed in his life. Yeah. You don't have to repeat if I speak into a microphone. Um, I think that there's something here to go back to the, the trauma piece that maybe he's not ready to find his own partner, that when we think about Avraham, we think of a man who brings chesed in, into the world, whether or not based off of his actions, that's warranted. Um, but the idea here that, that if we continue on in that Kliakar, that that there is something to be said for, I'm asking for one thing, but then the partner should be able to see kind of beyond what is being asked, right? Read between the lines, understand that it's not just, oh, you need water. Okay, here's a cup of water. But, oh, if you need water, then so too your, your camels might need water and the other people that you brought with you should need water as well. So that Isaac, and again, maybe going back to this trauma that he's lived through, potentially has has blinders almost on that he can only see the black and white. And so he needs a partner who's going to help him kind of open up the world again, to be able to see that which is in front of him in a way of giving back to people or providing for people. And it seems that Rebecca is that partner because she, again, goes beyond just the, the, the immediate ask and recognizes how to give even more. Great. So be generosity, and it could be all of these things. But in some relationships, you can have all of those things, and the relationship still doesn't just mesh. And in other cases, you can have none of those things, and things somehow still function. And so in that sense, um, I, I think there's something that's just ineffable about successful relationships. There's some spark of God in every relationship. And so my prayer is that we can feel the divine spark in each of our relationships, and experience the wonder and amazement that we get to have these people in our lives. Mm -hmm.
You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.